He's back. Who? Halsey. And he's got a knife. Uh, I'm just going to not open the door. And not do that. Because I'm watching something. What are you watching? I'm watching the podcast's fifth annual pop <coughs> extravaganza. Hey, John, yeah. Let me get your candy corn on something. Oh, yes. Do you watch do you watch horror movies outside of October? Or do you not even watch horror movies? I know we've talked about Friday the 13th in the past. Or we've, we've cataloged that library like a, like a Somalian dick. Does it make sense? But do you do you ever watch horror movies? Do you and Haya? By the way, happy anniversary, happy third anniversary. Um, Somalian dick. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Castle Rock lately. There's a lot of Somalians in it. Um, really? That's yeah, odd. it is odd. Um, what's your uh, what's your pumpkin pie on that? I um, <laughs> see my relationship with horror movies is strange. Because I I used to be really really into them, you know, like yeah, I, I uh, would go to the movies and see horror movies, um, and then it got to a point where I went through two different stages. The first one was I was like, okay, nothing is scary enough. After Saw, you know how it was like a a psychological thriller. Uh, that right. kind of raised the bar so high where I was like, no one's really going to make anything that good for a while. Then now I'm in a stage where I don't want to get scared. Right. I'm with you. I don't enjoy I, being afraid anymore. I'm the same as you. I'm in that weird thing where I don't want to get scared and be afraid because <laughs> movies are a lot scarier. So I'll only watch horror movies that don't scare me. But if you think about it, that just sucks because it's right. like, why are you watching it? It's not like funny. Yeah, like, I wish there was a horror movie that took its time getting scary. You know, when they it's kind of all happy and joyful and perfect family in, like, the first, like, five minutes and then everything goes south? Right. I wish they extended that a little longer. Um, I do, too. Actually, the most recent horror movie I've seen, which was fucking crazy, and I watched a terrible bootleg version of it, is Us. Oh, I saw that. Really good. Really Ooh. good. Ooh. What do you mean terrible bootleg? Really like quality wise, it was bad. It was like a you know like it was like Costanza did it. Like it was like a handheld camera or or a phone. So it was like a really bad bootleg, like in a theater bootleg. Oh yeah, yeah. I still watched it and I still loved it. Yeah, it's it's really good. I enjoyed it. I like uh, Jordan Peele a lot. He's uh, <laughs> he's an innovator. He really is. But yeah, with the horror movies, Halloween has dawned. Sorry. 823, we have a situation. We have a black male. 50. Sorry, Heather is so loud. Babe. Um, but uh, yeah, horror movies, I, I've fallen off. I, this, since it is October, and I'm a big fan of Halloween, I contemplated, hmm, I should watch a scary movie. Yeah. You know, like I want to get into the spirit yeah, give it a give uh, it of a the game. holiday, and I ended up just you know watching The Office. You know, I I uh, I I don't want to get scared because uh, it's like you have to mentally and physically prepare to be on edge for two straight hours, even though you're not moving. 
You do. It's exhausting. I try to do the same thing, but then I make excuses for myself because I'm like, it's Halloween. It's, it's October. It's like, I want to watch scary movies. I want to get in the mood, but it's not the same as Thanksgiving or Christmas where you can watch a movie and you feel good. It like takes right. a lot out of you because it's right. like depressing and you're like, you're lonely and sad. It's not like right. you can only watch so many horror movies. So I've been watching Castle Rock because I love the show and I think the new What's season is Hulu? great. It's a Hulu enterprise. Right. And um, I really, uh, I really enjoy it because it's like a good story. It's not, it's not scary. Those, those kind of shows don't really scare me. They're just more like thrilling, right? Like they're, there's they're some creepy moments, mystery, right? Uh, so I was like, I want to get in the mood and watch Halloween movies, but I just don't want to get the same as you. I don't get scared, so I just find That's excuses so not to. It's like, oh well, Forrest Gump is on. Like, how can I not watch this? Or the other night, it was like Mrs. Doubtfire streaming. Oh my but, god! But this, all the streaming networks make it so easy to watch horror movies because there's like Huluween, and right, everyone and does their own special. They do their own special, and they just load them up, and you're like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, what's your favorite horror movie? I know we did a list of like our top five or top ten horror movies. I think. Well, I guess my favorite is The Shining because it's just like a good film. Yeah. But that's not a movie you can watch a lot. I mean, that's like a really disturbing. Well, see, take. that's the thing. That's like the Joker. It's like it's exhausting because they're all so scary or like, you know, just they evoke right. an emotion other than joy. So it can be like an emotional state that you're stuck in. And uh, that's a lot. Such a, that's such a crazy kind. It's got to be old age. Like, wh- why else? It's not that we're really scared. It's just the suspense is exhausting. Right. And I don't want to have you the... Know? Yeah, I don't, I don't need to put myself through that. No. But with The Shining, there's so many references and, like, subliminal stuff that just messes with your mind. It's like you're tired when it's done. But not in a good way. Not like, oh, it was great. It was just like, I feel weird. Um, movie. I, I, I watched that movie for the first time. I was way too young and I didn't get it. Yeah, it's a lot. And then it kind of got like half ruined because I already knew the ending and I, you know, I know what happened. I just didn't really get it. Yeah, it's a lot to it's a lot to dick. I think mm-hmm. Halloween, the original is probably one of my favorites just because it's simple. The music's good. It's it was like revolutionary at the time. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Like it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a good ride. I can't um, remember. I can't remember what uh, what my top ten was. I'm gonna have to go back to the the past Halloween shows and dig it up. Yeah, because I can't think of it right now. Uh, favorite horror movie? Friday the Thirteenth, or like I wanted them to be up there, but they're just they're all so bad that they're just like kind of fun, you know. Well, I think Saw is my favorite. I think Saw that's is my good. favorite because. That movie, for the first time in my life, I I was jaw dropped at the end. I was like, "Oh, oh right, the crow a towing." And uh, Roanoke reference. And I like Twenty Eight Days Later. I heard there oh, was yeah. there is a Twenty Eight Weeks Later. I've never seen it. Like, apparently, they're doing Twenty Eight Months Later. You know, like they're doing a third. Yeah. One. I like twenty eight. Um, I like twenty eight weeks later. It was. I thought it was shot a little bit better, and it was more oh, like yeah. NATO came in to repopulate England. It was. It was kind of cool, but twenty eight days later was awesome. That changed the game because before Ooh. that, zombies were all slow. 
You know, because this is before oh, like Walking yeah. Dead or anything. And then all of a sudden they're like, they're a rage virus just going nuts. And you're like, Danny they were Boyle like just rabid zombies. They were like rabid zombies. And if their blood touched you, it wasn't if they bit you. I mean, obviously, if they bite you, but even if their blood touches you, you're fucked. And it hits you like right away. Yeah, it was spread like Ebola or just like an open wound or something. It would just get you. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. But yeah, I heard I've yeah, I've been reading that for a couple of years, like twenty eight months later, where it's like the whole world. Um Yeah. It would be cool. Did you like those movies? Twenty eight days yeah, later? Dude, twenty I think the first one, which I get it now, it was probably shot with a cheaper budget and then it was so successful the sequel got like, you know, an extra hundred million to produce the thing. Oh yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I have that one in like my top three. The first one Great. It was so good. See, that's the difference. You can be scary every five seconds, but it's just a bullshit movie. That movie was interesting. Like, obviously, it's just typical zombie apocalypse. But I don't know. The way that they told that story, their version of the zombie story, I thought it was really good. The acting was really awesome. Um, oh, yeah. It was great. And, and I haven't seen the sequel yet, so I probably should dick that up. But again, I don't want to get stressed out. Yeah. The sequel I think you'll like because it's, it's kind of action-y. It has Jeremy okay. Renner in it as like a marine sniper. Ooh, Hawkeye. Yeah. And nice. and it's it's basically like if NATO went in to repopulate England. There's like mili- it's like a military sector movie. Weird. I like yeah. see. I like that part. I like the the part of the story that's about like either breaking down our society all over the world or like trying to rebuild it. Same what here. What that yeah. would look like. I love. That's why I love Stephen King's The Stand, uh, the miniseries. While it's like dated visually to a degree, it still holds up really well because it's about. The Stand is a Stephen King book. It's about a virus that gets loose from a military installation. Some guy escapes and spreads it to the whole world, and like 99% of the world dies. Um, but they show the breakdown of society, of like how the government's lying to everyone, like there's no virus, and you just see like bodies piling up, and you just see like the breakdown of how things work. And it's just, it's, it's really interesting. If you knew it was all going to start to unravel, and you worked like say as high as you can get global government you know job title you have you know access everywhere what would you start doing would you just start like hoarding hoarding like pure selfish like survival mode like i don't care i'm using all this power i gained in my normal life so i can survive in this next one yeah i I think it depends on what was happening is it like most people are dying kind of thing. What? I, I think it depends on what were happening. Would it, like If most people were going to die or there'd be zombies, I probably wouldn't want to like hang around. I don't no. know if I'd want to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll just hoard up and be like, no, I think I'd probably just want to go. No, but I would like steal shit from the White House. I would like, you know, I would take the most valuable things, but who the fuck knows what would be valuable in an apocalypse other than water and guns. That's it. Yeah, water's like the new oil in an apocalypse. Yeah. It eventually, it's got. What did they say at the end of the big short? Invest in water and seeds. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes total sense. Truly. Seeds and water and precious metals. Like, get Welcome that. Welcome to the Halloween show. <laughs> Halloween extravaganza. It's like, uh, 
T.S. I think it was T.S. Eliot. I could be wrong. Said, Ooh, I don't know how the Third World War will be fought, but I know how the Fourth one will be fought with sticks and stones. Uh, and it's like, oh yes, yes right. Yes. That's so true. It's the Halloween extravaganza. John is dressing up bones. as one of the Planet of the Apes apes tomorrow. Uh, that's not accurate. What you're you're doing Batman for Halloween this year? Every year I'm Batman. If you go back and look, I'm Batman, Batman. every year because if you have a mask and you can be Batman or somebody else, you always choose Batman. You always and choose. Hannah's going to be Batgirl. And I actually upgraded my costume from just a normal Batman T-shirt to a different Batman T-shirt. <gasps> Ooh, regular piggly wiggly, crickly crackle barrel. Have you ever heard Adam Sandler talk about the time Michael uh, Keaton hosted Saturday Night Live and they went out to dinner afterwards? No. Uh, it was really funny. Sandler was talking about, he's like, this was on some talk show too. It had nothing, to, it wasn't even like back then. It was recent. But Sam, Sandler is at that point where he just kind of rambles about whatever he wants when he's on talk shows, which I like. Mm-hmm. He's not like, you know, so this movie's coming out, and he's like, yeah, I was at the beach the other day, and we, you know, we're talking, and he's just at that point in his career where he's like, I'm making money, I'm just having fun. Yeah. So he was talking about, he's like, Michael Keaton hosted Saturday Night Live right after you know Batman Returns in the early 90s. And what we do, what we did then was take the, the guest out, the, or the guest host out for dinner. Like, the cast all went out, we all got drinks and had food. And at the end, you know, Saturday Night Live always picked up the tab, but Michael Keaton said, oh, I got this one, and Sandler said, uh, no, 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 like, well, this is what we do, you know, I, we, we got this, it's no problem, and, and Keaton was like, uh, no, no, I want to do it, and, and Sandler was like, no, ah, it's kind of our tradition, and Keaton just grabbed the bill and went, I'm Batman, <laughs> and, and Sandler was like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, you're going to pay for it, thank you, you know, but he was so adamant about paying, he's like, I'm Batman, like, in, in the voice, he did it in, like, the voice, he's like, I'm Batman. You're like, okay, yeah, how do you really argue with that? I'm Bruce Wayne, motherfucker. Batman wants to pay for it. I wouldn't be able to separate the man from the character if I met one of the the guys that played Batman. Unless it were like Ben Affleck, because I'd be like, hey, you want to grab a beer? And you're trying to stay sober. But if if, if you met one of those guys and they were like, I'm Bruce Wayne, you'd be like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, What can I do for you? Well, see, that would be true. If Michael Keaton, Keaton wasn't such an amazing actor and uh, portray the villain Falcon, or not Falcon, Vulture, in the Spider-Man Far From Home, or Spider-Man F- Homecoming. Dick. The first, the first Tom Holland Spider-Man. He plays the villain, and he's fucking evil as shit. He's great. And he kind of catches Peter Parker. He figures out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. While he's driving his daughter and Peter Parker to like the prom or whatever. And he figures it out like on the drive there. And at one point, he, at, and when he drops them off, he lets the girl go in first. And he turns around and starts telling Peter, you know, with a gun in his hand pointed right at him, if you, if you, you know, fuck with me, if you get in my way, I'll kill you and your family. And it was like, whoa, this is like a Spider-Man movie, and Michael Keaton's just crushing anything he does. He does. He's a tremendous actor. So if I saw him, I wouldn't think he was Batman. I would think he was Vulture, and I'd be a little afraid. Or Birdman, and he flies off your building. Isn't it funny? All of his uh, huge roles have been winged creatures. 
piece. What's your favorite Keaton role besides Batman? Or maybe it's not Batman. For me, it's Batman. He's the best. But yeah. besides Batman, like, which is it? Is it Vulture? Like, your favorite role yeah. that he's played out of everything. Know, Beetlejuice is pretty amazing. I would go with Beetlejuice. Such, he's so good in that Spider-Man movie, man. Like, he, he like, makes it matter more. Yeah. He, he you know? carries that role <laughs> to, like, a level that I can't, couldn't picture somebody else doing. He's such yeah. a good actor. I remember as a kid, I liked the movie Beetlejuice, like as a little kid, like as an eight or nine-year-old, and I liked Batman, and I didn't know mm. it was the same actor, and I was like reading the, the back of the VCR, and I was like, Michael Keaton? I was like, that's Bat- Batman is Beetlejuice? Like it blew my mind because they look nothing alike, and they he does that no. voice where he's just like, "What again? Now he's fine. Now he's fine. We're gonna, you know, it, yeah, whatever. Okay." Now, <laughs> and, and then I'm like, "That's ba- oh my god! What an amazing, what an amazing man!" I know. I was like, "Wait a second. The same guy is Beetlejuice, is Batman, and is Bruce Wayne. That's all the same actor, right? It's like Fuck. Mr." Mr. Freeze and Kindergarten Cop. Like you couldn't believe they were the same actor. No, you, you can't. Yeah, that's... that's a good. That's a good topic. Like where you were like, wait a minute, that's you know so and so from another movie where like they radically change themselves. I, I can feel do like it. Keaton is in another one where it's like there's three movies where it, it looks nothing. He looks nothing alike in any Multiplicity. No. You can tell. I, I got one for you. Billy Crystal, The Princess Bride. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's a classic. Or, or Dan uh, Aykroyd in, uh, in Nothing uh, But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble, right. Which is a terrible movie. Ugh, so it's weird. so bad. It, got, like, it has like 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. It it's has like this great silly. cast. But it was like the only movie Chevy Chase was... directed. He was like, oh, I'm done after this. I'm not directing shit. That kind of killed his career after that for a while. It was like that era's Mars Attacks. It was like this huge yeah. cast and like nothing happened. Nothing. It was so bad. John Candy was like a dog and a girl there. It was so weird. But yeah, other movies like that where you're like, is that the same actor? Um, I'm trying to think. Tom Cruise has been in some. I know. Oh, dude, when I found out... Big Boy Caprice was the godfather. Well, you know, the there Avengers. You go. <clears throat> that blew me away. Perfect. Yeah, Al Pacino. Even to yeah. this day, when you watch Dick Tracy, you're like, I, I kind of think it's Pacino, but it, yeah. it really looks nothing like him except for like the hair and the, the, the whole prosthetics were weird. And he's, and he's never like, you know, like he's always yelling. You know, like he's always shouting. You know, like Big Boy is always talking Napoleon! mostly loudly, loudly in that movie. So it kind of disguises Pacino's voice even more. Yeah, I but love his when eyes are even weird. It's all beady. I yeah. love when Pacino like yells in movies. Where it's like, oh, Bobby. You know, oh, right in the crackers. Oh, Bobby! John, now, I can't say what you had for breakfast. I really can't. But Hannah deserves some more meat! Um, I just love what he does with Oh, Bobby! Oh, Bobby! That's a clip. 
I'll isolate that clip. Yes. Welcome to another edition of What? Starring Biscardi. Latest post in the thread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, let me know when you're home, a pod yin. And he said, candy, a bot. Bot, candy, bot, bot. a ripoff. Oh, candy, what a ripoff. He's probably texting. What? He's probably texting, talking candy. to Ted. Candy, but not a ripoff. It really is. Oh. What? Not a rip. I think he's had to. He had probably had to stop and buy candy for all the little dicker treaters tomorrow. Dude, I had to buy candy last night. I had to go to Target, and you have to go on this like special message board Reddit type thing to find out where to buy candy, candy. inside Target, so you don't get ripped off. Like you don't go to the normal candy section. You go There's to the like Halloween a separate special. Halloween section in like the basement. Yeah, it's crazy. I bought but Halloween candy. They have candy. sacks of Halloween candy. I, yeah, I bought Game Halloween bags. candy at the dollar store where they had sex in the store, not sacks. It was weird. Oh it was a bunch of, no, but oh. I had to buy the candy because oh. you got to give it out. And it, yeah. it's such a weird thing to buy candy to me because I'm still used to as a kid like just going out trick-or-treating. I'm still not at that mindset where it's like I'm giving out candy. Um, and I, I want to be cool. So I, I buy like good shit. I don't want to be that house that's like, here's a pencil. Right. And a yeah. junior bit. I know. Right. I, wanna, I, I like, I buy candy bars. I'm like, here you go. You're getting like yeah. a lot of shit. That's cool. A vast, vast uh, array of selection, but good selection. I don't want a fucking box of raisins. No. I don't want a peanut. And not a marshmallow peanut. Those are fine. I, I like those. People hate those, but I love them. Uh, an actual peanut. Like, you can oh, have yeah. a ball game. Don't fucking put that in my, my pillowcase. No, I don't want that at all. How dare what, you. Is, what is the candy that's always left over after every Halloween that, like, nobody eats? Oh, that's a good one. Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers are up there. I think it's anything fruit is typically yeah. left, like even fruit-flavored. Those old, like, uh, I can't even remember what they're called. Chalk, no, uh, bitter nut, or, uh, there you are. I thought there was something wrong with my screen this whole time. You were oh. black-faced. Let me, uh, not a racist moment. No. Oh, and there's even more. The, uh. Your grace is no. The, the 10 worst Halloween candies, according to a Reuters poll. Not actually oh, Reuters. Another list. John loves a good list. But there's one I'm thinking of. Hey, Jen. There's one that... Oh, Jen, everyone says hi. There's one I'm thinking of. Licorice. I think anything licorice is always left behind. Good and plenties are really shitty. Um, well, wait. Good and plenty. Are they the purple and white? Yeah. Mm, I like those. I, they're, they're, not, they're not a leftover. They're not in the leftover category for oh, me. Good and plenty. Yeah, I, I like think, the crunch and then the chewy. I, th- yeah, no, they are they're they're okay. I like Mike and I. Mm-hmm. They kind of the same consist. I think the world is split down the middle when it comes to candy corn. People either hate it, and think it's vile, or they love it. See, I love candy corn. I'm not going to eat a lot of it because it's just sugar to your head. But like, I think candy corn is like a nice seasonal Halloween treat. If they didn't give me, you know. Fat in one specific area centered in my body, uh, mainly my belly. I right. would 
I would eat pounds of candy corn. It's basically just yeah, sugar that dissolves yeah. into nothing, and then you have more. And I like the pumpkins, the big, huge pumpkins. Yes. You know, that, that, that's like when you're feeling really wild. I need a uh, sack. I need a condom. Because I just blew all over my pants by thinking about them. It's tissue paper. Um, but I got, I got uh, you know, the mainstays, the, the Snickers, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, the Kit Kat, the Milky Way, the Three Musketeers, the Crunch, uh, the M&Ms, <clears throat> the Skittles, the Nerds, the Smarties. And I'm probably leaving out a couple. But then I got a whole separate bag of 100 Reese's Peanut Butter Cup and Kit Kats. Ooh. Which are the top, the top two uh, candies on Halloween, I'm according board to uh, Jones's dictionary? What board for that potato salad? Jones's dictionary? Yep, that's that's what I reference for candy facts. Is that that's true? I'm gonna start doing just fake references. Jones, no one really listens. No, as long you as should. Reference. We don't do that to the president. We might as well just start making shit up. Well, who's gonna call us out? If he's Jones, allowed, Jones's dictionary. Tonight's show sponsored by Jones's Dictionary. Look up some facts and repeat. What's happening? Uh, Biscardi's here. We're gonna. I'm trying to pot him in right now. Uh, and uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> there he is. It's the big guy. Yes, I don't. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm. I'm a broken man. You can thank money taking agency. Well, I think you're broke because what we're talking about right now, Michael, is the best and worst Halloween candies. And I think you – I would have gotten a limb here, but I think you were buying some Halloween candy tonight for all the little dick-or-treaters tomorrow in, in Mastic Beach. I just went to buy candy, and I got it at like a deli next to the liquor store. So it wasn't really Halloween candy because you know how at Halloween candy, you know, you buy in the big bags full. This was this was a tiny deli. This was cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, candy cigarettes. Have a lucky those. strike. <laughs> Pickled egg. <laughs> Vape pens. Pickled egg. That house is pills. Cool. Yeah, here's a Norco. Here you go, kids. <clears throat> so. Um, like so yeah, good. I I got it at uh, at a deli next to the liquor store. <clears throat> I buy my wine. And I bought, you know, the tiny bags, which cost me basically what I would have gotten at a movie theater. It cost me like eleven dollars for two That's little crap. stupid bags of Snickers and like one small bag of of Reese's peanut butter cups. And you know, not for nothing, I don't think I'm gonna have any trick or treaters. I hope I don't. I think they're gonna get flooded out because it's been doing nothing but raining here all week. It's just been nothing uh, but. So I don't, and you know, my block doesn't have a lot of brats on it. They live on the yeah. other side, the other side of the tracks. <sighs> I bought seven hundred and thirty-five pieces of candy, and I expect them all to be gone. I thought you were going to say seven hundred and thirty-five dollars worth of candy. I was like, what a loser! Yeah, no, no, what no, no, no. what a cost? See, see, Michael has the same microphone that I tried to use, but his actually works. I got to figure out what kind of mic that is. It's not really set up though. Uh, it's, it's a talent. It sounds USB good. One. Talent and USB one. I gotta write. My this studio down. is still in the making. You know, I miss my old house because the studio I had 
when I recorded <clears throat> from the East Coast studio from my home in parts unknown. Um, I had a, I had a much better setup, but uh, I've converted to a smaller studio, and it's not quite set up yet. And I had to trash my old desk, and so I just hold the microphone now. The new studio is located on St. Nicholas Avenue in Harlem. Uh, I have a lot of property there, so I lease them out. Clark, no, you don't. What <laughs> you think, boy? Michael, I mean, but we, what is your take on Halloween? Is it a shitty holiday? Is it a corporate holiday? What, what, do you like it? Do you turn me on anymore? I have no connection to it. You know, I've, all the horror movies are great, but I've seen them a billion times, so it's not like it has the timeless effect of, you know, Thanksgiving. I can watch plane trains and automobiles every single year. I can't watch Friday the Thirteenth anymore. No way. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It's not like Christmas or Thanksgiving where you watch it, you feel good. It's it's kind of dark, and you're watching it, and you're like, uh, okay, I guess I'll watch Halloween again. It's fun, but after 10 it's, minutes, it's, it's the same its thing. Edge. It's, it's the same just thing. Lost its edge. And so is Christmas, because... Uh, and it's not the holiday itself, it's just that I've... Um, it's, the, it's the commercialization surrounding it. No, it's not even. It's the hassle <laughs> of... And I guess you'd... Boy, well... The hassle guess, of having to buy You guys shit. might not... Well, maybe I went one you, month I, off! The hustle and bustle. Yeah, it's the hustle and bustle, but John's family all pretty much lives in Florida, right? And your family, no. no. So what's your travel situation, even though we're getting ahead of ourselves and digressing from Halloween? We're already in December. But my travel situation is I might be in Houston this year. I don't know. Last year I was here in New York. So it's the taking turns of having to go somewhere else every year. It's another Mm -hmm. pain in the ass. You see what I mean? That's why. Yeah. Go ahead. That, that, uh, that's why that's I like going back every couple, every few years. I'm I'm going. I'm visiting family in Pennsylvania this Christmas, but it'll be the first time in like four years because it's just so much of a hassle to do that. It's expensive, and um, yeah, y- you get there, and after like three days, you're like, all right, yeah, what's going it's, on? The thing is about the Northeast is we haven't had a white Christmas here in so long. So it's like, you know, I may as well just stayed in the palm trees and sand. Right. Yeah. Because there's only one time I enjoy spending um, time in the snow. It's during Christmas. And quite frankly, uh, I haven't seen it in years. I'm sorry. Take that back. I saw it two years ago, but that was in Wisconsin. Oh, right. uh, Which will most likely be, I guess, next year. I know. there today. But yes, uh, the Midwest actually got clobbered. There's um, Montana, actually. I'm sorry, the Pacific Northwest, I think, saw a lot of snow. Oh, really? That big, earlier part of the month. We'll have to, I don't uh, need that. I just want it through the month of December. That's it. Be done with it. Nothing before, nothing after. But it, um, yeah, my problem with Christmas is the traveling to um, different locations. And I can't really host it's it. It's a lot. The family would love it if I could host it at my house. I just don't have a Christmassy house. It's a beach house, and it's small, and I can't accommodate everybody. But I'll tell you what. A I was blessing in disguise. I was yes. in Massachusetts earlier this month. I'm talking to a guy who's shown me pictures of his regular home in Maine and his cabin in Maine. And I said to him, wow, that's <laughs> a nice Christmassy house. And even if I had a cabin, I'd love that, too. And it's all the way up in Maine, you know, it's, it's woodsy, and um, I said, you know, that's that's just perfect f- 
for if you're gonna if you can't hibernate in the winter on the beach, you may as well be someplace that's wintry. And um, right, you know, that's see. that's what I think. But I don't know. What do you boys think? I agree. I, I just um, I'm lucky. Well, now since we have a kid, we can kind of like dictate everything. You know, like we don't have to appear anywhere for anyone because well you know if you want to be with her she's not having christmas at someone else's house she's having it at her own fucking house got some her own stairs and going to her tree uh <clears throat> you know so you that, that makes it easy to avoid traveling for a while yeah right but you enjoy it in florida because i've only spent one christmas in palm beach in my life I don't like see oh. I don't know yet I don't know if I enjoy it I mean it's fine but it's not like it was growing up but that's is that because I'm older or because the weather uh I feel like when oh. Hannah's young and you know when Hannah's young like in Get the next the year or two yeah. where like it's still like magic for her and it's right. like you know the whole like mystery of it all it probably really won't yeah, matter that much what's going on outside, but I bet she's going to be watching movies and like, you know, why don't we go play in the snow? Right. And I'll be like, Fuck, right. Yeah, you know, you can, that's, it's the one it's, if it's one acceptable time to live vicariously through your children, I guess it's during, yeah. but Halloween, Halloween, maybe, I don't know. I don't have kids, but, uh, seeing my child dressed up, I guess that would be something. Yeah. It's funny. But I think, yeah, my favorite holiday is pretty much boiled down to Fourth of July and Ooh, Thanksgiving. They're great. Um, Thanksgiving is just so it's just yeah. it's kind of hard to argue. So with, easy. That it's the best. Like if you break it down, as an adult, Thanksgiving is by far the best holiday. Yeah, yes. you're hungover eating food all day with another four days off afterwards. Yeah, it's like, and it's universally accepted. It's not like Christmas where if you're not. Right, Catholic or you're Jewish or you don't celebrate it. There's like some uh, some, some 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 you know uh, loopholes with America. people working. Or July Fourth right. could fall on a Tuesday and it could be a work day. You don't know. It should never be. Or there's definitely you know it's just Thanksgiving is definite. It's it's a solid plan. When I worked yeah. at Lowe's for like two months back when I was like 21, like a summer job, I remember the only two days they gave people off were like Christmas and Thanksgiving. And I was like, that sucks if you had to work like New Year's Day at 6 a.m. Day after Thanksgiving, where like no one does jack oh. shit. Why it's am I coming into work? You know, I didn't do that. I always had some excuse. Oh, there was yeah. always some yeah, family you know, member coming I, down with I, an illness or something. Broken ankle. Something, anything. And that's another thing, too. So I'm my mother kidding. asked me, me neither. earlier <laughs> if, if I wanted to jump on board with her for a restaurant on Thanksgiving. Ooh. And I did that one year. I don't enjoy it. Restaurant? I, feel for anybody that's, I feel bad for anybody that's got to work one because I had to do that one year. Oh, yeah. Right. On the anybody. other side of the token. See, I've never done a restaurant for Thanksgiving, but I thought I think I, it would be I did cool. it once. But, but yeah, no, it's not. People. It's not. <gasps> you, you don't want to see people working when they should. People should be with their families. So Agreed. my sister, the reason that she's doing it is because she's including my sister who works in retail now, I guess. And she's got to work Black Friday. And I said, look, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not my problem. Yeah, not, yeah sorry. I don't give a shit. Loser. 
So uh, I'm going to my my uh, cousin is hosting it. They just bought a new home. I was just there for their Halloween party last weekend. Oh, nice! It's a beautiful house they got, and they have a brand new kitchen that they just redid in their new home, and uh, they want to serve Thanksgiving. So I'm taking advantage of that. Oh, nice! That's a good I have a new kitchen, but I can barely fit four people in it. But I can. That's smart. Uh, I've compiled Small hot tubs. I've compiled a list here of some of the best uh, Halloween films, and I want to ask if you guys have seen them and what your take is. First oh, of all, terrific. what defines a Halloween film? John loves lists. Uh, some could say like Jaws is a Halloween film. To me, it's not. It's a July Fourth. It's a great. It's a film. summer. That's a summer movie. That's a summer movie. But they're like, oh, it's scary. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Right. We'll start with Bride of Frankenstein, the original. What do you guys think about the like old black and white horror movies like Nosferatu and all that? Tough to watch, right? There's yeah, an exception. Really Psycho, Psycho, but yeah, but compare Ooh. Psycho to the remake, which was too oh. syllable in the script. The remake was so bad, oh, but yeah. I'm kind of glad that they made it to show how bad a remake can be, right. even if you do it 100% like the original, just using color. It so just bad. Psycho will, is timeless. You just can't redo it, and it was proven. Um, yeah. I don't think should remake it with a different storyline. No. Tweak here no. and there. Just like no. you can never make It's a Wonderful Life again. Or, or Jaws. Y- you just can't right. do it. You can't do it. The charm like those, is uh, in the way that it was made, as well as, you know, the film. Yes. You know, the, but you know, remakes... The, the whole presentation. Presentation. Remakes that were better, I think, and a lot of people would slam me for this. Uh, a lot of people who are cult film followers will say that the original Texas Chainsaw should never have been remade. It's a silly, stupid movie. It's, it was made by college kids. It's dumb. It's, it's funny, actually. Um, but it's so dumb. The remake, if you had to pick, the, the remake with my man Andrew Bernarski was better. we got to get him on the show. Oh, uh, yeah. It was much better. And um, I would say it... I don't know. What do we think? Was that better or worse than, than Tim Curry miniseries? I think Tim Curry really sold the clown. Uh, I think, yeah, it's still kind of cheesy, but it's Tim Curry. Like, I think it still works. The, the, the new one, I think, is scarier, obviously. And it, like, you know, gets you to jump out of your seat more. But Tim Curry, there's something some kind of special and cool about that. Um, and Shining was remade into a TV movie. And was it, you know... It, it wasn't Jack Nicholson, but it was actually yeah. close. It was, it was closer good. to the book. It was with the like hedgerows at the end that came alive. The yeah. so, uh, uh, another film on this list. Have you guys seen? And I think this is an underrated horror film, but The Fly, the the remake, the nineteen eighty six one. The original one seen. was in the fifties, but it's got blasphemous. So it has like part. I may have seen it like a long, long time ago. Don't really remember it. Thought it was stupid. Bad. Didn't get it. You know, so it was like dumb. a weirdo. He eats Snickers bars or something, and it gets. <laughs> I don't know. He... It's get. It gets really disgusting at times. The I mean, transformation. It's Jeff Goldblum turning into a fly. Yeah. yeah. It's really creepy. Um, uh, it's like a giant, like disgusting, like slimy half. Inside out human half fly. And how would a fly's slime 
burn your body parts off. I don't know. Yeah, how does that work? It's so gross. Uh, another oh, one is remake. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, Rob Zombie, as much as I love him, uh, shouldn't have touched Halloween. I agree. I just watched it again last night. Coincidentally, the one, the first one he did. Just I haven't seen it in a while, and I just thought eh, it's just it doesn't really work. I love Rob Zombie. I really do, but not that one. No, no, he's he's great. He does good horror movies, but that one, uh, not as bad as the the new one that Danny McBride did. That was just. That was bad. Uh, the Thing, 1982, is another one on the list. Really oh, no. scary movie. Antarctica, yeah. Kurt Russell. Don't remember. It's creepy. I uh, have a vague memory of it. I know I've seen it, but I just don't know how much. I think I always used to confuse The Thing and It. You know, it's like... Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, vague. Another one on the list, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, Toby Hooper. Ooh, I did see that. I just said well, that. Yeah, the, well, the thing about that is it, it was different. I think, Muscardi, you mentioned this once. It's I just not did. like Jason. I just, said it, I just said it like three minutes ago. Uh, no, no, no. No, I mean, I know, I know you said the movie, but what makes it different? I think you said oh. on, on another show was it's not like Jason where they kind of like foreshadow the guy coming up. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he just comes running out of nowhere all of a sudden, like out of the yeah. field. It really... Uh, it was a college movie, so for that reason, um, I guess I give it credit. It's but my fuck. It was, uh, <laughs> it was basically a combination of Ed Gein, the real-life Ed Gein, who used female genitalia... Um, and mutilated oh bodies, but he never oh used gosh. a chainsaw, and he wasn't in Texas. He was in Wisconsin, which breeds cereal. Wisconsin Chainsaw Massacre. But does it sound? Yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Texas is easier. And then there was Psycho, which you know the the twisted relationship uh, with the mother. I still that's what they say, but that really is yeah. not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then there was Buffalo Bill no. with the genitalia. So Buffalo really Bill. when they tried to sell it as based on true events in the remake, um it got people thinking who hadn't been around in nineteen seventy four for the original, the young people who saw, Oh my god, it's a true story, but it really wasn't. Yeah, I remember that. People were like, Harley or man. it really happened. It was the really Blair Witch thing. trick. Yeah, listen to the uh, listen to the quote that's on the poster from '74 for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of long, so stick with me. Stick with me. Who will survive, and what will be left of them? <laughs> 70s taglines. Did you so ever see good. that? Uh, so uh, like the uh, house at the end of the. It was so easy back then. Last house on the left. Last house on the left. It's only <laughs> a movie. It's only a movie. It's so bad. I love, I love seventies horror movie taglines. Um, the best one. It's not a seventies film, but it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and the tagline is, "In space, no one can eat ice cream," which is. A spoof of Alien in space. No one can hear you scream. It's just so bad. Yeah. It's, it's a great movie. Jeez. Oh, it's like so, so terribly freaky. Good. Yeah. 
clown movie when I was a kid, and I'll never know oh, no. uh, what it was. I don't remember because we're going back to like maybe 89 or 90 or something. It was this doll clown, and uh, it was in an attic or something. Oh. Clown. It, was, it, it had a regular clown face, the doll. Until it started playing this creepy music when you pulled the string, and then the bass got nasty and the teeth oh. got sharp. The thing never really comes alive; it just changes its face. Uh, but I'm sure if I saw it now, I'd say this is dumb. What was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I have no idea what the movie was. I just remember seeing it. So that's creepy too. When you see, like, catch a glimpse of some horror movie as a kid, and you're like. That still sticks out in my mind. I don't know what it was. Uh, but I don't want to like research it and go down that wormhole. It was crazy. Uh have you guys seen it, the the new the the sequel? Dude, I think yourself so I swear bad. I thought I was watching like either an SNL parody or oh, like shit. a fan a fan version, but no, Bill Hader was in it. It was so. It was like way out there. Like, really? I know Stephen King is always out there, so but bad. it was like beyond. It was strange. I was he like, wait, out there. this is like not making sense anymore. Like, yeah. even in that world, it's, things weren't making sense. I was like, it's what? not getting any kind of. Well, it's probably out of theaters now. Yeah. But it got no buildup. I mean, do you remember when the first one came out? The, yeah. the month-long teasers. They kept feeding you a little bit more. It was huge. Right. They were dick teasing you in five days. Right. They tickled. And then this all of a sudden, they dumped the other nothing. one off. I can't believe how they did him so fast. Speaking of Stephen King, he's having such a renaissance right now. Netflix is buying like every one of his short stories to make. Even short oh, stories yeah. from books that he did in the 70s. Of I remember reading these like as a teenager, like The Jaunt and The Raft, which Biscard... Scotty mentioned before they did that creep show. They're just buying all the shit because with Castle Rock and it and everything, he's having like a resurgence, and you're just gonna see like Stephen King everywhere in the next two years, which could be good or bad. I don't know. It has to be done right. I thought Gerald's game was was really bad. Oh yeah, with Carla. um, With uh, and it wasn't the movie, the acting. I'm I didn't read the book. It could. It sucks. I thought the story was just yeah. I was like, eh. it's not good. It's just what you think it is. It's like a sex game going wrong, and you're like, eh. wait, what? What's not Gerald's good? Game. It's an old, old book. It took years for the movie to come out. Oh, um, did yeah. you, uh, Clark? Did you watch the first episode of uh, Castle Rock? Yeah, I've watched all of them. Oh shit! You binged? Well, they released three, and then there's another one oh. tonight. Oh, I forgot. Who I didn't watch them all the same night. But it's really good. Yeah, I've watched. I'm excited. It's. I'm not going to give anything away, but it's. Uh, it's. It's Annie Wilkes, Misery's character, a younger version of her. Um, she's kind of hot, but she's really crazy, and she sounds just like Kathy Bates did, where she's like, "Appreciate you," you know, and and it's Ooh. just it's bizarre. And and Tim Robbins. <laughs> They don't know a cock of duty thing about us. It's really <laughs> tremendous. And uh, Tim Tim Robbins is in it, but he's not the same character. He's not Andy Dufresne, but Shawshank's in it. Andy Dufresne. It's, it's really good. And he's corrupt in this. He's like a gangster in this in the show. 
Yeah, check it out. I'll give you my Hulu username and password if you want to watch it. Why killing banker? Why'd you do it? I'm gonna dick it tonight. It's really good. Yeah, I want to see that. That's gonna have to be done this weekend. Well, here's a question. Do you guys think that Halloween, and it's done this in the past couple of years when it, um, it falls you know, on either the beginning of the week or the end of the week, but it's not right. Do you guys see the spillover in Halloween where like people... I remember one year I was working security in the city, and um, speaking of Tim Robbins, his uh, ex, Susan Sarandon, was there that weekend uh-huh. at a club that I was... I suppose she was... She didn't. She does. She wasn't dressed. Robin of Avarice. She was with her. Uh, she was with her new boy toy at the time, and it was a Halloween party. But it was like two days after Halloween. And I was like, "Why is this sixty-something-year-old woman at a post-Halloween Halloween?" Party? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is that? She needs to get out of the house. Do see it. Do you guys see this happening? The extension of Halloween. I I don't like it. It's like going into it's November. Like... It's like Christmas in January. It's like seeing your Christmas tree still up January 10th. It's like take it down, dude. Come on. No. There's um, I do see it. It's 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 weird. It's a weird right. mind fuck. But see, even if it falls on Friday, people will celebrate it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If it falls on Wednesday, people will do it like the weekend before that or on that day or like the Friday. Like it just spills all over the place. Whatever's convenient for your you know, neighborhood, your community. Right. Uh, why the fuck? Can, why can't they just make these damn holidays on Fridays or Saturdays <sighs> of X oh. month? Like, who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we just, like, do it every 365 sun rotations. Well, if you think about it, none of the holidays, except exactly. for a few really fall the exact day that they're celebrated on like new year's fine i get it right july 4th you have wiggle room that was over a few weeks christmas they don't know if jesus was born december 25th thanksgiving is every thursday that works halloween is a pagan holiday we can make that a friday we there's no day like i I agree let's do everything okay july 4th july 4th is like the only uh the only exception because the name of the holiday is the actual date. We can't celebrate right. July 4th on July 9th. But the name of the holiday is actually I'm Independence very happy. Day. True. Very true. I'm very happy that this year in a couple of weeks, Veterans Day will actually be on a Monday so I can enjoy a, a three-day weekend and not a Tuesday Veterans Day. Or oh, Monday. good. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that, 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 well, see, that, that's what it works. I, I saw it at church, at my church bulletin. They said Veterans Day. If you're a veteran or you know in the service, please feel free to come in your uniform for a mass celebrated for you. And my dark head went to, I'll just show up in the grammar Nazi uniform. Be like, what? It's a military <laughs> uniform. Like, get out! Get out of my. I church. get such a kick though out of some vets. Some vets show up in their uniforms, and it's kind of cool because you know uniforms. Even my ACUs. Uh, which I still have, are actually now outdated. So I have now um, reached a, a point in my life where I actually have a retired uniform. Now the ACUs are gone. So that's actually, it's, it's, um, it, it only spans a period of 2005, 2006, I think, to 2000, 
19. And really, they started to phase out, I guess, about two years ago. So it's not like I'm wearing the old-fashioned Army greens. But one day, you know, those will be the old-fashioned Army uniform, the hideous ACU. Oh, yeah, I like that, though. But Cool. Oh, they're hideous. They're like pajamas. But uh, the old Army greens, I like seeing the old vets in the old-fashioned Army greens and the BDUs, which, you know, when we were growing up, that's what we saw, the camouflage BDUs. Right. It's funny when you see these yeah, old vets wearing them and they've got, like, ponytails hanging out of their face. Depends. Depends diapers. I think it'd be funny if, if they had, like, a veteran event and people come in their uniform, but you had an actor... A really old guy, like in his nineties, in like a Revolutionary War outfit, just be like, "Whoa, there's no way that guy's three hundred years old." Just like, you know, uh, uh, want here, therefore, maiden, the the new decree of the land of General Washington. And you're like, "Oh God, thanks for your service." I still want to go to one of those places where everyone's in character in like the past. Williams, like, yo, I'm from the future. You got to come with me. Go to Colonial Williamsburg. It's awesome. Scardy hates it, but I know why. But I've been so. But I know why. I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, it's it's nice, but there's nothing there I haven't seen. It's really not a significant. It's excellent what they do. You know, going back to the 18th century, and they stay in character. Um, It makes the audience, the people who are wearing, you know, sandals, shorts, and a fanny pack. Uh, who were walking around? You know, a camera it makes it, it. It would make you want to feel like you could put on one of those uniforms to be in the character. But um, this, the town itself really has no historic. Well, not no because of William and Mary, but little beyond William and Mary has very little historical significance. That's true. It's really it was created by Rockefeller in the like the 30s or something. It's not. It's not like yeah. there were any battles at Williamsburg. Right. It's, and, just, and it's not like it was the capital of the United States at one time in the 18th century. No, yeah, I think it would be funny if the characters it's, really got into it and it, like died of one died of like cholera or smallpox, and you're like, wow, you guys are really taking this thing too far. You might want to call a doctor. You know, and the doctor comes. Well, I was and it's just like water and a hot towel, and it's like <laughs> brandy. Well, I was in Salem, as you know, a few weeks ago. Oh and, yeah, the witch. You know, if I talk about commercialism, <laughs> imagine if that town was like Colonial Williamsburg and it was actually Puritan town as if it was in the 1690s during the Salem witch trials and you could actually educate people. I'm going to need a Phillips head. Or that town. I'm going to need some Benjamin Moore paint, spackle, a ladder, and a Mexican day labor because you just blew my brains all over the wall behind me. Could you imagine Big fan of Benjamin if Salem Moore. was like that? By the way, Benjamin Moore yeah, was at ads old Gothic church, and I Did saw Black hear? Lives Matter sign. Really? Oh my gosh! Oh, I don't think the Black Lives Mattered in 1626, 1692. Salem, I can, I can yeah. bet money on that. They weren't too concerned about Black Lives. Uh, Which in, lives? In in seventeenth uh, century America, um, sadly, regretfully, but that would be amazing. That's a town that should be preserved as it were then like the Williamsburg I, I think so too yeah I agree because Williamsburg's kind of out of the way um, I mean if you live in DC or you know it's it's still a hike but Salem is you know nor- northeast you have you're closer 
Well, really, if any town... By plane, I mean. It does. You know, if any town should have an historic zone, which it only half does, I think. Maybe boys can correct me on this. Um, Old City Philadelphia, yeah, should be restored, I think, to um, original original image, which it kind of has. Original purpose... Agreed. Would be, um, yeah, you know what I'm getting. I think they should have restored that town to really educate people. If you're going to go on a field trip, because kids all over the tri-state area take field trips to Independence Hall, well, why not make that whole part of that city restored? Give it the gimmick. I know it's a big city, and it's tough to you know maintain right, football. But... You're hearing sirens and you know car horns going off in Center City, Philadelphia. But there's restaurants, you know, in Old City, the taverns that that serve, you know, yeah, 18th great. cuisine. And they're C- served City by tavern. waiters and waitresses in uh, the old-fashioned uniforms. Take that a step further, though. Why didn't they just preserve that to be uh, a performing history lesson? Right, yeah, like City Tavern, places like that. They should, I mean, if you're there, you want to see that. Um, you want to be in that zone. You want to see, like, you know, cast members and stuff. Gives you the experience, not you're walking ten feet and some hipster and a homeless guy or you know <laughs> ask you for money with a sign and you're like, oh, okay, I'll give you a shilling, sir. Please, you're making a mockery of my, my situation. Here's here's five cents. Back then, that was a lot of money, so don't go buy a house with it, sir. <laughs> sir, please, please, <laughs> so please, please. Um, wrapping up this Halloween uh, list, though. Um, the Shining on pretty much every list I've researched is like the definitive horror movie. I know we talked about this before, but have you guys seen The Shining as of recent? Yeah, because the best line of the movie is, and when my wife tried to stop me from doing my duty, I had to correct her. And if you look at the history of that movie, every scene because Stanley Kubrick had an IQ of like 200, had like so much beating to it that you would never even oh, think yeah. unless you read it. It's so weird. <clears throat> it was like the energy oh. filmmakers take on 10 films he did in one. It's insane. But I, to, to this day, nobody quite understands the photograph. It just doesn't make sense. Like the whole thing was a story all the while. It still doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. That's where Stanley Kubrick took, I guess, what would be cinematic license to uh, take a book and adapt it any which way he want. And you know, like you just said, take his two hundred IQ and and uh, morph this story into his own molding. But I don't. Yeah. Never have, never will. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, there's a lot. It's a lot going on there. It's just. It's just crazy, but the scene with the lady in the bathtub and that laugh, you're like, oh, it's uh, piercing. Oh, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> almost sounds, it almost sounds like, ha, 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so creepy. The top but ten on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, boys! <laughs> <laughs> Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen <laughs> 
Nosferatu, <laughs> 97, King Kong, 98. Now, is King Kong a horror movie? Because if King Kong is a horror movie, then then what are Jaws 2, 3, and 4? Wait, is King right. Kong considered horror? I guess the original was scary, well, but... Action adventure. Yeah, it's like action adventure. <clears throat> yeah, I guess back then, a giant ape is just horror. <clears throat> Bride of Frankenstein, 100% Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen that. You brought that up a little bit ago. I, I haven't seen that. Did the doctor make a girl for the monster or a girl for himself? Hmm. That's a good question. I actually started writing a really I have no idea why he's a bride. Right, is it Bride of the Monster Frankenstein or Bride yeah, no, I know. of the Scientist? I th- oh, yeah. Good question. Bride of, because Bride of Frankenstein, the... Wait. I'm trying to think of the Mel Brooks movie now in the 70s. Was it, didn't he, uh, Dr. Frankenstein make a Frankenstein in a bride? Gene Wilder made a Frankenstein in a bride? I don't remember it. Yeah, he made uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Young Frankenstein, right. Did he make a Young Bride? Put it on the Ritz. Put it on the Ritz. Did he, he did make a Young Bride, I think. There was a sequel, right? <laughs> I actually started writing something I thought would be really creepy, but sick creepy, and people probably would have thought I was really sick for writing it, and almost like tasteless. But I started writing a play, which I guess could have been adapted into a film. And this actually would have been based on a true story. Ooh. And um, I just, yeah, I, I never got to finishing it, and uh, I don't even know where it is. But I was going to make a movie on Myra Hindley and Ian Brady. They're now both dead. Who? Um, and actually, Myra Hindley and Ian Brady. I called the script, I remember it was called Foulier Adieu. And uh, so if anybody's listening and wants to steal that, you may as well, because I don't think I'm... We'll sue you if you do. Legal will be on your ass. <laughs> like a gay man in West Hollywood. Sue us! Oh my gosh. Hashtag but the, me too. But the story is just so unfathomably sick that I don't know if you could even venture there. It's so sick. And nobody has in the past 50-something years, almost 60 years. Wow. Wait, for what reason, though? Well, this story is just very tasty. There was a like a TV movie, a British TV movie made about it, and the woman who plays Alpha in the new TWD series, she played Myra um, Myra Hindley, but it was after. It, it showed like her time in prison. They've never, nobody's ever touched the actual crimes. And, um, you know, I've seen the Moors. It's a really creepy place. It's the setting for, you know, at the middle of the night, there's nobody hear you screaming. It's the setting of a horror movie. But in reality, these were such sick crimes that I could see why nobody would touch it. And it's almost like it's never too soon, soon, soon to, to go there because it's a really sick story. But I was going to dabble in the idea. I think you should, you should dip that creative big toe into that pool and dabble around. Wicker Man is one of the best Halloween films ever. With Nicolas Cage. Really the best. The bees. Um, 
No, I never saw it, but I know it's it's always like considered one of the worst movies ever, which makes me want to watch it more because Nicolas Cage is an Oscar winner. So no matter how bad it is, he still delivers. Still pretty good. He's, He's an pretty Oscar bad. winner, Jerry. He's an Oscar winner. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. What? Ever hear of that one's another 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. The doc, the Cabinet of yes. Dr. Caligari. Caligari, yes, I believe it's a film from the 40s? 20s. Caligari. 20. I didn't know it was real. It's not The Island of Dr. Moreau. No. And I believe, well, what is he, a puppeteer or something, Dr. Caligari? I can't even remember. Caligari. Oh, but I'm kind of interested now. Arguably the first true horror film, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. He's a magician. He's a magician. And remains terrifyingly nearly a century after it first stalked the screen. 100% audience score 89. Uh, 100% tomato meter. That's crazy. Looks pretty insane. And then the... uh, You wonder how... Nosferatu. (laughs) A symphony of horror. See, all those movies are hard to watch, though, because they're all these, like, movies in German with the music, like, piercing, because they didn't have the right sound equipment then. So you just hear, like, violins, like... Yeah. And you're like, it's I can't hear. This is Do you guys remember this? The, I don't know if you watched it, but do you guys remember the Nickelodeon show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it just came to me because I think there was a Nosferatu episode in yeah. it. Yeah. But- it's back it's scary. vision now. It's, it's what is it on ta- Antenna TV or they just, like they rebooted it? They rebooted know. it on Nickelodeon. No shit. That that was kind of scary as a kid. There were some episodes where you're like, yeah. what the hell? I it was a scary the, show. Yeah. No, the, the creepy ass. Uh, the opening of of the oh was great. The the credits. Super scary. I remember there there was episodes of like vampires and kids disappearing and stuff, and you're like, "What is this?" So um, is his name Nosferatu, like a uh, Madonna, you know, or like Cher? Like, is it just one name, or is it no, like no? No, his name was Count Olaf, I think. I think Nosferatu was oh. is a German word or weird Hungarian word or something for Dracula or vampire. I think that was the thing. Yeah. You but know, I always wanted to. Work. I didn't get a chance to do this when I was in Europe, but this is still on my to-do list. I am going to go to the castle of Vlad Dracul. Wow. Point. Is that Vlad the Impaler? Oh, it Vladimir. is Vlad Tepes. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I don't even know. Is that... That's in Transylvania, or is that Hungary? Yeah, it's in it's in the Carpathian Mountains of Romania. I never, I've actually never been to Romania. Um, it is on there. It's not a place I would travel to though, from here to go to. It, but I wanted to try and make time to go to it while I was in Europe. But yeah, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. There was only so much time, so many places to go. Transylvania. That's Vlad Dracul. Um, there was a uh, I think they're rebooting Dracula the the film but they're trying to make it more LGBT 
friendly. So instead of I want to suck your blood, it's I want to suck your dick. How we doing in here, West Virginia? <laughs> we would totally get fired for that. To suck we were on, <laughs> if you were governed by the FCC. It's Count Succula. Suck it. Count Succula. We uh at the office uh, yesterday during a podcast, a brainstorming at one of our affiliate studios, one of the interns um, said some guy was making her feel uncomfortable in, the, in another suite or something. Like they were gawking at her and always like making signs. And I said, I'll handle this. And they said, no, you can't go over there. I don't want you to get in trouble. I was like, oh, no, 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 we're not going anywhere. We're going to look up the suite number. We're going to do some prank calls. <sighs> I'd be like, really? I was like, there, there are people better at prank calling than me, but not many. And we had a field day prank calling people. It is such a lost That's art. Delicious. But these no, it girls, is. it is these truly are, a lost uh, art. Or these interns did, like, almost didn't down. know what it was. They've never heard of it. I mean, they know what it was, but that's not like a thing, that generation. So they're like, oh my gosh, can you do another voice? And I was like, well, no shit, I'm going to do another voice. That's the whole point. Um, but it was, it was so interesting. I think the art of prank calling is lost on like the generation after ours. That's like not a thing of theirs because well, they're taking everything. They don't use, I was on they don't the call. subway today. I was on the subway today and I thought I saw a sign, a billboard for crank yankers, which led me to believe that crank yankers came back. I heard it. Oh, I yeah. heard something about that. Yeah. Yep. They're bringing it back, injecting it back where it belongs here currently. I you wonder gotta, what they're going to do. I wonder what they're going to do, but you got to ask. Is prank calling even worth it anymore? Because nobody answers the phone, especially if a blocked number. It, people assume it's a robocaller, so it's got to be a lot tougher to like get through to somebody now, yeah. unless it's a business. You have to hit a landline. Right. Business. It has to be all business. Yeah, or, or business. old fucks. Yeah, old fuck, old fucks, or a landline, or a business. <laughs> Otherwise, people just aren't answering. Yeah, I see. A number I don't recognize, and I'm like, I'm not answering that. It's a robocall. That's crazy. Astros lead one nothing at the end of the third in Game Seven of the World Series. Yes. Holy shit! I can't believe they made it to Game Seven. I know. It's been really? a very mild, but it's weird. Every uh, every home team has lost. That's... Now the they are in Houston tonight, so if the trend continues, it means the Astros are going to lose, and I would be really pissed off because the Nats can't ever win a championship. They have to be abused and beaten for eternity. Yeah, no, and it's it'd be sad if they won because it's the first year without Bryce Harper, and that's kind of a slap in the face. But even more, I don't know how they got more so motivation, good. though. You know, even yeah. more slapping on uh, Bryce's hiney to win this year. And with our new coach, Joe Girardi, pretty pumped about it. Yeah, oh, of course. Embiid got uh, thrown out of the game today versus the um, yeah the Timberwolves. He, him, and Carl um, Anthony Towns, the cat. They're, they always go at it, but tonight it went to the ground. And Ben Simmons got Carl Anthony Towns off of Embiid with this, like, jujitsu hold. It was pretty amazing. He, like, had him in a headlock on the ground, like, pinned. <laughs> like, give up. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. 
Um, yeah, that's wild. You gotta trust the process. I gotta you pee. Really I gotta pee. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. What? I gotta pee. <laughs> you have to. You have to. What? You have to facilitate the laboratory. Yeah, I gotta pee so bad. We're gonna wrap it up then. Yeah, let's uh, let's chop. Tweet us oh. at the underscore podcastle from the gentleman in charge of the game seven post game merchandising licensing and rights distri- distribution, Jonathan Ashinger. To the man in charge of distributing merchandise to a homeless guy named Wright. Right after the show, I'm Matthew Clark. Doesn't make any sense. Thanks for listening to the podcastle. Halloween extravaganza, year five. Yay! Good night, everybody. At the Comic John on Twitter. Godspeed. Adieu. 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 I keep trying to teach Hannah that. <laughs>